Well, hey, hey. What is up, Cody, the producer man? What's going on, Heath? <laughs> it's a good day, Cody. It's always a good day, man. Yeah, bub. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> that was further into the conversation than I expected it, but man, it is yeah, bub. It's, it's one of them kind of days. <laughs> just uh, that's all you can say is yeah, bub. Is uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good day, and uh, I'm excited, man, about today's podcast. Oh, me too. It's going to be a lot of fun, and so. We'll jump into it fairly quickly. Yeah. We we played out last week. <laughs> People have been waiting all week long. What are they talking about? We've been talking about revealing a brand that we're launching. And I guess the idea is to take, we want to be able to take people on a journey with us from start to finish to a certain degree with this brand. Yeah. Of course, in any kind of thing, there's only yeah. there's certain things that you you know, people don't really want to know or yeah, need yeah. to know even. But. There's a lot of minor detail that's not that important. But we want to be able to, to take people through the process of building a brand from ground zero. Because we have, I mean, it's a fact we've got a lot of people that listen to the podcast that are, most everybody's probably employed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you have a job. If you don't, quit being lazy. But <laughs> but is is... The idea of taking something new and starting something from ground zero. Right. What does that look like? What's the process? Is it really realistic mm-hmm. to do something yeah. different? Yeah. And that's challenging for some people, depending on what stage of life you're at. Yeah. If you're fresh out of college, man, it's wide open, especially if you're single. I think about Matt. He's living his passion right now. Yeah. He was single when we started this. Yeah, whole, he ain't he, single you know, no more. Three years into it, Joker's <laughs> got him a solid girlfriend. We love you, Ansley, if you're listening. <laughs> but uh, um, it's different for somebody like Matt, who was fresh out of college, versus somebody like in your case, it's got a, f- a full family. You're you're getting old, Cody. Yeah. Uh, my my daughter told me last night, "You're almost 40." <laughs> I said, "I'm 38. <laughs> Leave me alone." <laughs> Thank kids. <laughs> Don't you even say that again. <laughs> yeah, and so I think. I think I know for me part of what I hope to achieve through this process. I don't know anybody that's really done this. There probably is somebody out there that's taking somebody through building a brand. But I hope to inspire people to believe whatever you're dreaming about is possible. Yeah. You know. And so if we can halfway do that, we yeah. we it's a win for us. I think this is a perfect place for for that because you know, one of the things that we encourage people to do is to live their passion. And most of the time, people aren't going to start something that they don't love. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not going to go out and start a, a store or a, a brand or anything like that that you you don't already love. Like we were with a guy yesterday that um, you could tell what he was talking about was what he loved. And that's what he wants to start a business in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think this is a perfect place for this. Well, it's... Um it can be challenging because I've, I've, on the flip side of that, I've seen people start stuff that maybe they don't necessarily love, like what we're talking about, the way, we, the way we're talking about loving something, but they're really gifted at it. Oh, yeah. You know, like, um, and so I think the, the perfect win here is when you can find something you do love with all your heart yeah. and you can figure out a way to generate whatever the income is, whether that's personally, it's for a goal or an idea you've got or basically at the end of the day it, for it to be successful it's got to turn some dollars mm-hmm. or it's not going to work right unless it's just a hobby passion right which there's nothing wrong with that either i love fishing yeah he, he ain't making a living fishing 
you sell them lures that you paint you buy. Hey, I did get some <laughs> I do got some lures boy I got me about 10 <laughs> and the fish are hitting them too it's so right? funny you know whenever I started that of course I get I, I hobby around a lot of different stuff but I'm I'm all in when I do it yeah you know, I go buy the everything I need I, I have probably I don't know 80 or 90 blank lures down in the, in the little studio yeah it uh I really need to get back on that, Cody. Thanks for yeah, reminding me. Yeah, it's almost time, man. It is. Well, I mean, I guess it's always time. Well, it to fish, is, but, but but prime time leading back up to spring. Yeah. You want to be out there, you know? Yeah. So, point being, I'm not going to make a living <laughs> selling fishing lures, more than likely. Could I? I could make some money doing it, but I ain't going to yeah. replace my income with it, more than likely. And and uh, so, anyway, that's what I think. I think figuring out the perfect balance between something you absolutely love and has the and, and that thing having the potential to either make you a living or support whatever the passion is mm-hmm. at whatever level you're hoping to do it you know and so that's going to be the goal with taking people through this journey of building a brand and we're going to dive off into it so <laughs> how do you want to dive off into this Cody? Uh, i don't know it's kind of like do you just say it or do you build into it I don't know what the best way is. Well, I mean, obviously, we, we're always talking about um, new ideas and things that we can be a part of. And so there's, I mean, if we're just honest, there's a hundred different brands that we could come up with that we would want to release. Yeah. And some of them are probably, um, just from what we've been doing the last six months, are closer than others. Really. Yeah. Um, well, and this is another prime example of that. And this is part of part of building a brand is not not putting too much information out too fast and launching something premature right um because at the end of the day if you do launch it premature then you stand a chance of of hurting your credibility yeah with future people or the network you may need to work with yeah and so that probably plays into a little bit of this brand and when we say this some of you have already know a little bit uh i just know based on some conversations even i had from listeners this week um of the direction that we're going with it but the the idea here for us this is part of it is and i'll just dive into some of this is diversifying from a business standpoint and being able to do multiple things create income through multiple avenues so so in the realm we've grown up in in our life I've been taught for years that you need to put all your eggs into one basket and that's the only way you're going to be a hundred percent effective in that and, and, and be the best focus and be the best yeah. you can be. Now, is there some truth in that? Probably so. Right. Um, but I'll, on the flip side of that, I'll, I'll speak out in, you know, in contrast to that. I don't necessarily believe that's right for everybody mm-hmm. all the time. For some people it may be, yeah. if your gift is not multitasking, yeah. you might not want to dive off into four or five, different companies mm-hmm. you know there are some people that are gifted to do that and do it very well and there's some people that attempt it and fall flat on their face mm-hmm. and so i think that's that is a piece of the puzzle of what is allowing us to do that is not just my entrepreneurship of from wanting to do different things but building a platform and a, a stage and the personnel to be able to pull it off mm-hmm. and so diversifying is a big piece of what, and you'll hear this a lot if, if you talk to financial guys that talk about what you're doing with your money and investing in different things. Mm-hmm. I hear them all the time. I talk with a guy, I was looking at some land a few weeks ago that he come from a financial you know, investment background. And he said, man, I preach it all the time, diversify, diversify, diversify. 
and basically what they're saying is don't have all your eggs in one basket right because stock market's going to fluctuate whatever and i feel like that that is the same principle of what we're trying to do in business is we've got some great platforms they're they're supplying some great livings and what is the next step of that for us and that next step is a piece of what we want to talk about today and so are you, you ready to dive off in it? I'm ready. Let's just. Or do you want me to lead into it? Well, why why don't um, why don't you kind of lead into it with a little bit of the backstory from where this came from? Okay, so at what level though? Let's go. Light. Do, you, do you want me to start with SB? Yeah. Why don't you do that? Ta- take us down into to it through that. So for listeners either that are new or that don't really know about where the Tour Twelve podcast came from. Um, this will kind of get you to where we are today. Okay. So, so let me just start with SB. There was a preliminary story before Strutton Bucks was ever around as far as the television show. We've been, in, I guess, in existence 12 years now or something as far as producing outdoor television, which we absolutely love. Yeah. Um, that came, that was birthed out of doing something we were obviously very passionate about. Still are to this day. We love everything about the outdoors um we love hunting the right for the right reasons you know and that platform became the platform that allowed south face media to come alive Mm -hmm. so to speak and so what i love about the platforms that we have is every platform that we have and that we're going to talk about today are platforms that are not self-centered focused every one of them has impacted somebody else's life in some manner mm-hmm. um, from a strut and buck standpoint i feel like that platform has allowed people that were very passionate about the outdoors from a hunting perspective in in that space of business to be involved with it right now do ever does everybody that's in that space with us make a living doing it absolutely not half of them make way too much money and that's just a decision they've had to make yeah that they're not going to walk away from a great income just to do this to make way less money yeah there's nothing wrong with that that's a decision you have to make um it's not that they don't love what they do either um and they do and that's a part of why they haven't transitioned fully possibly um the main reason is because there's probably not enough income from the television side to support multiple families right that's just a fact at least at the level we've been doing it. Mm-hmm. I would say that's probably pretty consistent across the board. If you look at television shows in general, there's very few that are 100% supporting multiple families. Right. Very few. I don't even know if I can name maybe maybe Bone Collector. Mm-hmm. Maybe one. Um, well, that, if that you have, look at them, though, they're diversified as well. Oh, big it's time. It's not just it's much TV. More. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. speaking engagements and the whole yeah. Bone Collector line. There's just a lot of different things. And so... Um, but that's something that we've always wanted to be able to do is, and it started through that platform, was enabling people an opportunity that they might not have had otherwise to be involved with the outdoor industry. And if they want to be on television, they get an opportunity to be on television, test and use a lot of products. So that's been great. That platform allowed us to basically launch South Face Media. Through production. Through production, creative, content, photography, everything that we do now is what we make a living doing making the the other part of the living i guess you could say they all work together yeah because strut and bucks is obviously now one of our main clients for south face media it has been for years now um south face media has become a platform that has allowed us to further network the business side of what we do with creative content marketing 
photography, everything you do from web web design, e-commerce, um, social media, all all of those sorts of things. It has expanded our network, so to speak, mm-hmm. to a level that did I see it coming? I, I saw the potential there. Yeah, I don't know that I could honestly say I, I knew it would be where it's at because a lot of things you step out in faith, you know, and we we talk about calculated risk and we yeah. tried to do it the right way. It's been a slow process. Um, but they've been successful. It's taking time. But at the end of the day, we built two businesses debt-free without having to take on large investment dollars, and it's been a safe move. That's awesome. And so now the South Face Media platform, because of the way the network has expanded, has allowed us to – that's one of our team members calling in on this business that we're – fixing to talk about <laughs> um i had somebody the other day they're like dude y'all get a lot of text and phone calls while you're podcasting i'm like hey bro we're still at work <laughs> that's right that's part of what we do but yeah. so that platform has led us to where we're at today with launching this brand fully um in december of this year the the production side of this is going to take off so yeah. are you ready well i think that's a good spot to before we launch before you talk about oh it. you're teasing cody <clears throat> i know people right? want to come through these mics <laughs> but i think it's a good leadership principle is to use the the platforms that you've built to strengthen the ones that you're going to build yeah you know to help make those those better so yeah um i love that that's what you've done is built it from like that you know it's cool yeah so let's do it you ready yeah so the brand that we're launching has been in in talks and consideration since what was the date 2015 since 2015 many of you have seen the platform on social media of go remote that is the brand that we're officially beginning to launch in december of this year and it has been a process mm-hmm. um, dating back to the soft launch side of this was, like you said, what? February 27th. Is, of 15? Yeah, 2015. Is that when we started social media? Um, uh, I'm not sure. Let me go back to that. I looked at it just a second ago. Well, it was, so even prior to launching social media, though, there was. This, this what I, the date I gave you was social media. That's prior. when it started. Yeah, that was prior to social media. Oh, it was? Yeah. And what was the date again? February 27th. Of 15? Yeah. So, when did, and then when did we launch the social media? Um, well, I'm pulling that back up. So, there's there's a lot of strategy that's been at play. Slow strategy, I will say that. Um, even prior to all of the actual business coming into play. So, and what I mean by that is somewhere vision's got to be brought to the table mm-hmm. somebody's got to have it and then it's got to be put together and and obviously then the whole legal side of things is in play right that is a huge part of building a business and so we have intentionally um launched social media mainly instagram is mainly the the main platform right that we've launched the just the when the first when the name first came about that's where it was publicly seen so I could see people saying, well, are you launching it today or did you launch it then? Both. <laughs> Both. Um, but we've never told what, we're what, actually, it was all about. what it was all about, what we're actually doing with the brand. Yeah. And so we started the social media aspect of Go Remote, um, and you can find it today on Instagram. It's currently under the profile of goremote.us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that process has been um, 
a little bit lengthy. There was some, some process we had to go through to acquire the name that was available at a, at a hefty sum. <laughs> um, and so part, part of the details of what I would love to take people through the process of building a brand is we will talk about some financials. I don't know that we'll talk about um, every detail of it. Every detail of it's not necessary, but there, right. are, there are things you've got to consider when you're getting into a brand. Every brand is different. If you want to start a construction company or a dirt work company, I'm going full-blown redneck on that side. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, but the initial investment is going to be substantial. If you got to go out and buy a dozer, mm-hmm. you got to buy a track hoe, and you got to buy a skid steer and yeah. a mini X, you're fixing to get into several hundred thousand dollars of initial investment just to have the tools to do what, what, you, yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. And so that is one of the differences in that type of service-based business based off as compared to the service-based business we're in. We're in a service-based business which is built off of sweat equity mm-hmm. and labor and time and we have the tools in our hands that are not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, it's we're slowly getting to that place with the gear we've got over time, but it's a much less uh, risk getting into initially buying the equipment. We need to do what we need to do. Right. Um, and so... That that brand, we just put for fun as much as anything because we knew there was already an audience out there. The adventurous community is massive. Mm-hmm. When you think about the the people groups that love to adventure and go remote, there's a lot of them. Oh yeah, unlimited. Um, I really. mean, it goes. I mean, it just goes <laughs> like so. And this is part of talking about diversity. Is from a business standpoint, we talk about diversifying. Most people that listen to the podcast know that 90% of our, what we do is in the hunting and outdoor, that outdoor space, the hunting hunting community. And so this is a piece of the puzzle for for us is diversifying and getting somewhat outside of that lane a little bit, even though the hunting community is a part of a community that goes remote, that loves to get away and, and go into remote places. Not always, but a lot of times we do. And so it's a piece of the diversifying puzzle for us is expanding beyond where we're currently at. And I think that's something that is wise to consider if you're in business is how are you diversifying? Yeah. Um, That's been a piece of it for us. But even though social media has been at play for go remote since 15. Uh So it was actually March 24th. That when it was, that that was when the social media was launched. So prior to that, we went through the, the legal side of things, acquiring domains, um, the trademarking, all of those sorts of things that that's wise to do protect yourself before right. you that's why when i mentioned putting something out there premature you want to be careful especially if you're if you're on to something that could be huge yeah it's a dirty world out there oh yeah we know everybody's that. looking for it we know that and so um we've talked about that in, in previous podcasts there are companies just looking to knock people off mm-hmm. and so you want to do everything you can can you stop it completely i don't know um but you got to at least plan and try to so that's been part of that process and so we launched that on social media in 15 and basically ignited the go remote hashtag mm-hmm. and it's phenomenal today if you go and look at it with basically zero marketing put into it other than a little bit of sweat equity um the go remote hashtag has went from basically non-existent to how many are you looking at it now 36,224 posts to our brand has been hashtagged over 36,000 times so the question, but it's phenomenal. So the, and that's not, there's no tricks or 
to the trade to it's get people to hashtag. That's actually people typing in the hashtag. Mm-hmm. So the question naturally is going to rise from people. How in the world did you get people to hashtag that, that term? Well, there's, there's a couple factors I look at where the, the terminology for going remote has always been out there to, mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Nobody's capitalized on that terminology. Um, I mean, even back to Bible days, you can re- read about how people went to remote places, which, oh, yeah. which is a, a huge part of where this vision has been birthed out of. Yeah. Um, but it's more than just that. It's more than just going remote. It's it's going remote to achieve a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And um, so that whole thing has has snowballed for one main reason, I believe, is in our initial casting vision and writing out vision plans and I mean you've seen it uh, mm-hmm. there was a 10 page document mm-hmm. I'll never forget Nathan who's going to be a big part of part of what we do we haven't talked about Nathan on this podcast you'll probably hear from him at some point but um, Nathan is a very intelligent intellectual type person he's a great writer and he was one of the first per- people that I sent the vision to and I'll never forget he was like dude when I read through this I could tell you were in in the flow, so to yeah. speak. He said because it was like ten pages of run on sentences. <laughs> I'm like, that's my gift, bro. I can write a run. I can run write on, a run. I can write a run on sentence. And so he took the document and basically just made it grammatically correct. Yeah. Um, which is the document we have today as a starting point. Um, and I don't know. There's something about putting a vision on paper. Oh yeah. I tell young people this all the time because I've had it I've, down. yeah I've had people want to want to start gyms or you know whatever you just name it and to me there's something powerful about having something you can reflect on and look at and mm-hmm. read and not only that but show people oh yeah and and I've tried to be very cautious about who is who has seen the document mm-hmm. there's probably been literally to this day seven or eight people that, yeah. I, that I know of it was six months before you ever showed it to me <laughs> Yeah, after we started working with you, you know, because yeah. I've known you for longer than that. But yeah, well, it was just because just you want to protect it because it matters. And I don't want to do something premature. Right. And, and in the past, learning from mistakes is I feel like a lot of times you'll see this with people, especially with me. Um, your greatest strength can also be your greatest weakness mm-hmm. at, at times. And so in the past, I've been. I get so excited about a certain thing. Sometimes I'll cast too much vision too fast. Mm -hmm. And what can happen is you can lose, like I said before, you can lose credibility with people. And in this case, had I done that, look at us now, it's 2019. This is the first time publicly that we've talked about what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you don't want to launch too much too quick. And so I've been very cautious with the people that have seen it or people that obviously I have a lot of trust in and faith mm-hmm. in, but more importantly, there are people that I, I believed would tell me the truth, mm-hmm. good or bad. Um, and that's what's so exciting to me about this one is that everybody, everybody that I've sent this to are not just yes people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's more leadership principle in that is you don't always yeah. just want to surround yourself with yes people yeah. That, yeah. that don't always help you get where you need to be. Sometimes hearing that's not a good idea yeah, or I, no is the best catalyst for growing something better and bigger than yeah, what you even thought was going to yeah. be awesome. And know? so I actually now learning over the years of just business and leadership, I love now making sure I have people on the team that are not scared to tell you no. Mm-hmm. That's a stupid idea. <laughs> Here's what's beautiful about this thing, though, is to date, 
the people that we've and I've talked with it. I haven't showed everybody the document, but it, the people that I have talked to, I've not had one single person give me a negative. Yeah, and it's not because they're all yes people by yeah. by any stretch of the means. Yeah. Um, and so, and what what you're what, when he say when you're saying that you're talking about you're not just going up to people saying, "Hey, man, I want to launch this brand, go remote," you know, and leave it at that. You have. Um, shared the vision behind it what it's all about what what the goal is where it's going all that kind of stuff and it man it mesmerizes people it does you know it's, i mean before i ever started working here i told you this this morning i'd called one of our buddies and said hey man i'm gonna leave my current job i don't have one lined up do you know where one's at and we started talking about he said what do you want to do i was like i like marketing you know yeah. i like doing that kind of stuff and of course i know you and he said have you seen this thing go remote and I was like, no, I haven't, you know? And so it like, you could just tell that there, in the tenor of his voice, there was just the passion about something that somebody else had a vision about yeah. because it's contagious. Yeah. You know? And we've experienced that with, like I said, I've, now I've talked with quite a few people in the last four years about the idea. All of, like I said, six, seven, eight, whatever, have seen the actual document, but it never fails when you, when you sit down and have a cup of coffee or, or whatever, dinner or lunch or whatever, and talk with people about it. We've talked about a lot of things and a lot of brands, and there's no doubt every, everything we've talked about to a certain degree has a lot of potential. Um, and I'm sure we'll be talking about some of those down the road, but this is the one consistent I've seen with Go Remote is as we talk about it, we talk about the idea and more importantly, the purpose behind it. Um, people get excited about it. And so what I've found in the discussions, not only for about go remote, but just to this stage of life prior to now is that almost everybody I talk to is looking for something more, right? Rather that's in business finances, just straight up peace in life mm -hmm. or, at least the idea of doing something that matters. Yeah. And so I think when I look at the, even beyond the brand, that is the trigger. Yeah. That is igniting, is not, is not, is igniting people. <laughs> can get it get out. Get it out. Get it out. Um, and so. Yeah, I think, I think at the end of the day, everybody wants to do something with their life that matters. Yeah. Whether they created it or they're just a part of it. Yeah. And that's why when you, I've been with, with you, Heath, when, you told somebody for the first time and I see their eyes open, like, excuse me, <laughs> you know, like they don't know what to say. And then they, it's, it's kind of cool to see them. I got one guy in my mind right now to see them process. Even yeah, process it. And when you're watching somebody process the purpose of what go remote ultimately will do yeah. is it's cool to see people because you can actually see them putting themselves in the place yeah. of doing it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And so it's going to happen that, that part of it's going to happen. So do you want to just talk about some of the purpose since we're yeah, here? I, I think maybe today as we kind of release or talk about this brand, maybe today the best, the best aspect of, um, what we're doing is to, to lay that purpose out more than what it's going to be, what we're going to be doing, what it's yeah. going to look like, all, you know, all the little details that'll come yeah. as we build the brand. But yeah, maybe the purpose is what matters yeah. in any organization. Yeah. You know? um, well, and that, and that even plays into previously what I've mentioned about the platforms is when you look at the platforms and the purpose behind those platforms within our instance with the television show and with South face media now is, part of the purpose of those brands is to impact more than just 
my personal life, right? Is there purpose in just having your own brand and you're the only guy at, at play? Absolutely, because it's taking care of you and your family. Mm-hmm. That, so don't I don't want people to look into this the wrong way and think just think just because you have a job, there's not purpose in it. Oh yeah, there's definitely oh, pur- absolutely there's definitely purpose in it if you're taking care of yourself and your family. And if you're a man, that ought to be a part of what you're here mm-hmm. on the planet for is to mm-hmm. take care of your family. You know, be a provider. And so, but every every one of those brands, there's been some element of. And, and you know me, I, I want to be a huge team player. Mm-hmm. If, if it's the right team and the right personnel, man, there's nothing better than doing stuff with a team. And so that is a huge part of this is we want to be able to expand a brand with a purpose. And the way I look at it is, I mean, we're, I'm 40 something now, one or two, how old <laughs> am I too? I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> we only there it is a fact i've said this before but and you probably have too when you've been communicating but it's a fact 100 percent of people are going to die oh yeah there ain't no way around it life's going to catch up Mm -hmm. to us all at some point and so the reason this is kind of being pushed even now faster than what it has been is is multiple things The, the right team is in place um there are a lot of factors we may talk about down the road of what has come about in the last few months that has led to launching this thing in December. When I say launching it, I mean the, the production side of what we're going to be doing is launching. Um, and that's part of taking people through this process of building this brand. Um, but at the end of the day, the the overriding factor is the purpose behind what we're trying to do. So this is a crazy purpose. I actually had one of the guys that I did let read the vision a few years ago. He called me and it was Jeremy and, uh, he goes, Heath, I think you're the only person on the planet I know that really thinks you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so part of the the mission behind what we're trying to do is impact quality of life around the world, specifically yeah. in remote places. Well, just saying that, that sounds awesome. Uh-huh. Say it one more time. Impact and quality of life, improving quality of life around the world. Okay, can you say it in a little deeper voice? In, in remote places. <laughs> I can't get a whole lot deeper, I don't think. But, so just think about that for yeah. a minute, though. What does that mean to improve quality of life around the world? Yeah. That's that's really, really broad. Uh, that, yeah, that's what I was about and to say. There are so many ways that can take place. Yeah, exactly. And so that's part of it, though, is what does that look like mm-hmm. well it's going to look different yeah. in different places yeah if you're in a in, in africa in a dry village that needs water yeah you know you do that if you're in a place where children need education you do that yeah the, and it could be even in your backyard absolutely if you're in the if you live in the bottom of a holler in those are <laughs> mountains <laughs> i totally did not expect that <laughs> well my point was it's so broad yeah. that there's always something that there's can be always done. something that can impact and, and that's how we, we have to look at it is no matter where we're at, who we are, there is somebody we can impact, mm-hmm. you know, specifically for us, it's going to be in people that, that are in remote places. Um, and so there will be a, a nonprofit side of what we're doing, which mm-hmm. will be the remote foundation. It's already established and um, is we're beginning that process of, of taking that off. But we can backtrack a little bit here because you asked me this earlier before we started recording. Um I come from a background of where I've seen nonprofits, and not all of them. There are some great nonprofits out there. We work with nonprofits. I support some different nonprofits. Um, we help with the, the Russ Vegas Foot Races Foundation. We help with that process that raises tons of money for Children's Hospital. We love being a part of associations like that. But on the, in the same token, 
it's not rocket science to sit here and, or, or uncommon knowledge, I guess I should say, that there haven't there have been some organizations that you just don't know what's really happening yeah. with where the money's going. And I've grown up, and you have too, around um, a lot of it's just because of our background where we've seen a lot of people asking for money to do this or that, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't personally have a problem with that. It just, to me, it was just not for me. Mm-hmm. I always feel way more confident in, and I believe we've been given this ability to create avenues and opportunities to supply those funds to be able to help people. And so that's part of what we're doing through Go Remote is we're diversifying in our business and creating another business that allows us to create income that can impact people around the world. Mm-hmm. And so what that's going to look like specifically, we'll get into more detail with that down the road. We've mm-hmm. got a few things in mind mm-hmm. um, that are already already coming to fruition, so to speak. Um, and it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. But Me either. That, that's part of what, what we want this to be is, are we going to have people that want to support the foundation? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and there's, there's many people that, that may not even make a lot of money, but they're like, dude, I just want to be a part. Mm-hmm. We're, we're already getting some of that, and we haven't even launched this thing yet. Mm-hmm. Nathan, who I was just mentioning, is already doing a phenomenal job on the foundation side of things, and, and we haven't even put anything out yet. Mm-hmm. And so um, one of the things that we, we, we try to do is is we want to add value. We've talked about this numerous times right. over the last year and a half podcast, but is add value everywhere we go. Mm-hmm. That is getting back to why those hashtags have exploded is as simple as it sounds and as simple as it is, it's a fact we had the ability to add value to people who are already doing what we want to do mm-hmm. from a photography standpoint. There are people all over the world with iPhones, serious cameras that are taking phenomenal pictures from places all around the world. And so the thought was, how can we add value to those people? Mm-hmm. And the way we did that was basically we have built this entire platform simply by featuring people on that Go Remote platform. Mm-hmm. So every single day you can go on there and you will see somebody's featured with a post from somewhere. And they're awesome. And they're phenomenal. And so we started off with that in in 2015 and it was slow at first. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it actually was better than I thought it'd be. I think, what'd you say? The first 42. post, the first post had, 40, oh, I still got to pull it. Let me make sure on that. Yeah. The first post had around what 42 likes or something like that. Yeah. 42 likes. And which was actually about four times more than I thought it would be. <laughs> You're thinking about 10. Yeah, maybe <laughs> something like that. And, um, but what we found immediately was, is everybody loves to look good. Everybody loves to be bragged on. There's not a human on the world in the, on the planet that I know of that doesn't like an attaboy every now and then, Oh yeah, you know, a high five and through social media, that was a way we could do that was bring attention to what they were doing. And eventually the goal was to put them in front of a larger audience. And this is what's been cool about that platform is when we first started and we just put it out there to hashtag go remote to be featured. And we got some pictures back, a few pictures here and there. And it was from, people that were okay at what they did we've we've got obviously a ton of great photography on there but in the last four years what you've seen now and you can go look through the matter of fact you can go follow the go remote hashtag which is what i do because i love seeing everyone that comes through me too the the quality and the credibility of some of the photographers that are posting things now and hashtagging go remote is like night and day difference from what it was in 2015 because now there's actually something that does add value to them when we feature them on our page they're obviously getting some type of following back from our audience you know mm-hmm. and so that was just a simple principle of, of of adding value to other people that has allowed that thing to explode to 
where it's at right now of whatever 36 sold so literally today we could go look every day from somewhere around the world somebody hashtags go remote in hopes of an opportunity being featured now some of them are just doing it because it's a popular hashtag now Mm -hmm. and they may or may not care if they get featured or not i don't know that's probably a little bit true but the fact is they're doing it and now so you you talk about timing and this was part of the, the plan and strategy is at the stage we get ready to launch whatever we're going to launch we've now got a built-in audience right and and we have that now to Mm -hmm. to a certain extent and with with very little effort as far as marketing goes and putting dollars into it Mm -hmm. now there's been some money put into it obviously we had to acquire i'll I'll tell you this cody i don't i think i've told you this story so when we first started searching um go remote and seeing because that's what i do and i recommend this to anybody if you're looking at starting a brand go first before you even think about trademarking it go and see if the domains you need are available yeah um and so when i started going and i look at i look at the domains that i feel like i need and then i look at the domains i need just for protection Mm -hmm. to keep somebody else from trying to do what you're doing um or something maybe it's even totally opposite of what you're doing but you don't want confusion yeah, you yeah. Know? so check this out i went and started searching i found the domains they were available back in 2015 and i found go should i talk about how much it was just for fun <laughs> if you want to um I, I mean i can i don't mind throwing that out there because i'll tell this is this is entertaining if you're thinking about doing a business so when we started strutting bucks and south face media Guess what I paid for those domain names? Eleven ninety nine for the dot com. Eleven ninety nine. I think back then it was nine ninety nine. <laughs> inflation has got us a little yeah. bit. So um, I think South Face probably was eleven ninety nine, and I thought okay. And so, but but so back so back then, southfacemedia.com and go and struttonbucks.com were not a premium name. Yeah, that's how you tell the initial value of a brand to a certain level is is it a premium name or not? If yeah. it is a premium name, it's going to cost way more money. Yeah. And, and that premium name is, it has to do with, it has to do with keywords. Yeah. How many, how many stuff. times people, people are searching it. People have used those terms. And so check this out. I knew I wanted to go remote.com. That was going to be the brand, but I also wanted remote.com just for protection to, mm-hmm. to protect the brand. So keep in mind, I spent whatever it was, nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine for those two domain name names. Go remote.com was available and remote.com was available. And I didn't know, I thought I wanted to go remote because I figured that I knew that was the the action word was just perfect for what Mm -hmm. we're trying to accomplish. But I wanted remote.com too. And it was available, but it didn't have a price by it. And you had to submit an inquiry. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And I'll never forget at the time, me and my buddy Drew, who was interning with me back then, we were sitting in the office when I got the response from the email for what they were asking for that domain. Guess what it was? Have I told you this? Um, you have told me. I don't remember the exact number, though. It was $250,000. <laughs> for Go Remote? No, for Remote.com. Remote. Just the domain name. <laughs> I ain't talking about lawyer fees and yeah. trademarking and even having a brand. And that was it. And I was like, I knew I really liked Go Remote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because from a financial standpoint, that was not worth that to me. Yeah. So GoRemote.com was available. I can't remember exactly now even what it was. It was around 10 grand, mm-hmm. which was for me a lot of money for mm-hmm. a brand to, yeah. to buy just a domain, just a domain name. Right. Um, 
come, and keeping in mind what I'd spent in the past mm-hmm. with South Face. I'm like, oh, but I knew, yeah, based on the vision that I had in my mind and what I felt like was right, that it was, it had to be, it was done. worth it. It had to be done. And I can tell you to this day, so, so from, from the time we started that, I haven't looked in a while at what it's valued at now, but I can tell you it's worth way more than what we paid for it mm-hmm. just because of. It was a premium name then, but it's a really premium name now. Yeah. Just because if nothing else alone, there's 36,000 hashtags out there mm-hmm. that are playing into driving the, the value of that name. And so um, that whole deal to this stage has been built off of adding value to others. Are we going to keep adding value to others? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. That is the mission behind what we're trying to do mm-hmm. is impact quality of life around the world, specifically in remote places. And so it's been exciting, man, to start seeing how not only the excitement it's 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 easy to get excited about an idea but it's even more exciting to start seeing it come together with the action plan of how is this thing fixing to walk, yeah. walk out you know yeah. and i think that's part of strategy if you're looking at, at doing something you love someday this is part of the process you've got to go through to do mm-hmm. it the right way yeah am i saying we've done everything right absolutely not yeah are we going to do everything 100% right moving forward? Probably not. Right. We're going to probably crash Well, and let's just go ahead and say it. it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's just the way of business. But that's how you learn is through yeah. failing, you know? And and if you're not willing to learn from your mistakes, then, you know, you're going to be in for a long journey. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to learn from your mistakes and figure out how to not do that again. Right. I do that with people all the time. Like when I'm watching people, and we joke about a lot of different things, but there's a lot of people that that – I've dealt with over the years, just seeing how they respond and how they act to thing. It literally puts a red flag in my mind, not towards them because I'm not judging anybody, but it makes me consider Heath, let's make sure you never become that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not bad to say. That's just learning from, from, a, from, from even mistakes, other people's yeah. mistakes, you know, when they don't even know what's happening and the way they're responding to things. And so that's just personally how I try to learn from everything if we can. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've definitely been able to do that in the last few years. The other thing was with what we do in, in the media and marketing side of things, we've been able in the last four or five years to really see how big business operates. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been able to see what kind of ca- capital it can potentially take mm-hmm. depending on what your product's going to be. Um, and, and that, you know, that, that sparks a lot of questions for people depending on what type of your business what type of business you're going to do if it's service based it's obviously different than if it is selling products mm-hmm. um, and so I don't know man it's been it's been exciting to this stage and I mean even just sitting here today thinking about even talking on this podcast about it right now is starting to see it come come alive <laughs> I mean literally we're grinning from ear to ear right now because <laughs> this is what happens when we talk about it we get so excited about what's coming that we're just ready to go you yeah. know and I think we're at that stage now where well, we are it's already it's, it's already on the books starting in, in December the filming yeah. process of that so I don't know how far you want to get into that part of it yeah but I don't know I mean I think we if we give it all the way right now we won't have <laughs> oh there's going to be plenty more <laughs> I promise you there's going to be pretty more, plenty yeah. more maybe we could we could record a podcast from 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 some of these locations location. yeah yeah it's going to be cool so um, I don't know man we're super super stoked um, the the seeing this thing from 2015 to today yeah 
and 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 I even love the the idea of taking people on this journey with us. Yeah, through the pod through the podcast. I mean, you guys that are listening right now are literally you're the first public audience that we've spoke about any of this to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we love your support. We love your your feedback as much as anything. I know some people are probably like, what what is, what exactly are you doing? I know we're going to get to that. Um, but I can tell you this: what we're doing is going to lead us to impacting people in a positive manner around the world. And Cody, I know you're the same way. I, um, I just want to make a difference while we're here, Yeah, you know, and not only that, yeah. but leave a legacy yeah. with our family of right. wanting to do. I've got five kids and a wife. Yeah. You've got two kids and a wife. It's, yeah. we don't want to do things to just at some point die. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. we want to do things that matter and people can look back and if they, they say my name or your name or, anybody else's name you want to do things that people can say hey they did this yeah they were that and this is the kind of person they were and i think at the end of the day if you were to sit down and ask anybody all around the world every i mean every culture every belief system whatever at the end of the day people just want to say i did something that helped somebody or made a difference yeah something that mattered yeah something that. and this is and this is what's challenging for and this is such an easy trap to fall into in the culture we live in, especially in America, is it is very easy to get caught up into dollar signs, and that's it, and growing business. And there's nothing wrong, Lord knows, we love growing business. Who doesn't like making money? Um, but at the end of the day, you can't take none of this stuff with you. Yeah. And when I think about the idea of creating a legacy that outlives me or outlives you or outlives our team, it has to be beyond just dollar signs. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's got to be something that can be carried on. Yeah. And well, you've heard you've heard stories. I know I have of people who had all the money in the world, but they died. And oh yeah. They were lonely. Yeah. And nobody really cared. You know. Yeah. Um, outside of their family, but yeah. you know, like there just wasn't that um, lasting impact that had it not just been about the dollars. Yeah. That could have been. You know. Yeah. And I think I think for me, we've talked about this some. Um, when I look at the remote places I've been around the world personally, some of the greatest moments I've experienced in life mm-hmm. has been in those settings. Same. I mean, it from from literally from hunting, we talked about, what was it, last year in Colorado? Yeah. We were elk hunting. <laughs> and we were hiking up the wrong mountain yeah. in the pitch dark. And you, didn't thought, you thought I was just taking a break, didn't you? I did. Cody's <laughs> laid up on a rock. It was the perfect rock to just look up at the stars. Yeah, and... and uh, it was an incredible morning, but it's, it's in it's in those moments that you sit, and for a lot of the audience here, it may be in a deer stand or yeah. it may be on the side of a mountain. Right. It is, we do have a lot of, of people that hunt and love, and there's, we love that as well. But it's in those places of solitude that you can sit and consider life a little bit, mm-hmm. the bigger picture of life. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, like I, I've I asked, always I liked those places because a lot of times you don't have cell phone reception. Yeah, a lot of times you don't have the noise of uh, uh, interstate, you know, or yeah. highway. You don't have you don't have any of those distractions, and you can actually just clear your mind and think about what you said, life. Yeah, you know, and so that's that'll be part of the purpose of what we're doing is we we hope to inspire people to get in those places mm-hmm. for the purpose of figuring out life a little bit yeah and and beyond just dollar signs and but beyond just what you got to do when you get home you know is is how does that look for you moving forward mm-hmm. and there's got to be something that inspire I, I guarantee you every one of us have places we love being that mm-hmm. are that are remote and that's the beauty of this is there 
are so many different people groups yeah that i can remember i was talking with a guy who is uh I, we did i helped him with a little bit of marketing he's a, a fly fishing guide on the white river and and i wasn't even thinking about the fly fishing community but he saw a hat or something and asked me about it and i just began to well, i think we sat down for lunch one day and he's who who i got i've got arkansas fly going for mm-hmm. him and gave him that domain and all that and uh we started talking about go remote and his eyes just lit up he's like <laughs> oh my gosh dude i'm like what he's like that is like what we do is mm-hmm. as a fly fisherman we want to get back in some of the most remote places we can to do what we do mm-hmm. and he was like this is like perfect for our community mm-hmm. and i was like there you go yeah I, I mean fly fishing wasn't i mean probably was on my radar but not like it wasn't when he said that it yeah. was like it is it yeah. fits and so i mean i think about i mean people that that are whether you're snow skiing or you're surfing mm-hmm. or you're atv and or jeep and we love jeeping mm-hmm. um all of these different i mean even your your even your old folks running around in motorhomes, man, they want to get remote too. <laughs> yeah, they do. And so you got cyclists and swimmers, and, bird watchers, and, and bird watchers. You got <laughs> that's going to be interesting. You've got uh, you've got skydivers and I mean, base jumpers, and, base jump. Yeah, I mean the list just goes on and on and on. And obviously, hunting is a part of that community of people that love going remote. And so um, we're going to target these different communities with with a different things and and, and a, a different purpose maybe in each one of them. But it's going to be really exciting, man, to watch this thing kind of come together. And yeah. I'm excited talking about it today. Yeah, our, listen, our listeners are on the the front end side of this. Yeah, public are talking about it because it is just getting started. Yeah, there ain't been no dollar signs turned or nothing yet. Yeah. We're on the other than the money we've spent get the brand get initially laid out mm-hmm. um from from legal fees to uh websites domains all those sort of things it is just now um kind of coming to fruition so yeah, it's, gonna be, awesome. it's gonna be exciting man <laughs> and, uh, i think so too i'm stoked i'm fired up and i'm ready to go remote right now mm-hmm. uh, matter of fact it's gonna be kind of fun to do some podcasts on some of these remote adventures <laughs> we're gonna have to have power though <laughs> <laughs> i got a plan for it baby we're going, know, right? we're going, we're going solar <laughs> um so it's gonna be fun man it's uh super exciting and I'm excited to take the take the list and audience on the journey with us, you know, of, of being a part of something greater than yourself. You know, that's what this is going to provide the opportunity um, to be a part of, whether mm-hmm. whether you're just supporting the brand from from buying apparel or products or whatever, mm-hmm. or being involved on the, the foundational side of it, you yeah. know, with the actual the, yeah. the target audience yeah. that we're trying to help. So it's going to be fun, man. I like it. Have we missed anything in this discussion? No, I think we've covered everything. One one of the things that we always want to do, like you already said, we want to add value. And so a couple of questions that um, we talked about making sure we ask ask our listeners was one, um, in what you're doing now, whatever it is, what are you potentially doing to make a difference in yeah. other people's lives? That was one of the questions, you know. And then the other one was, what are you going to do to, to diversify? Yeah. I yeah. can't even say that right. Diversify. Diversify. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's two two great questions is what how are you using the current platform you have mm-hmm. to impact people around you and are you doing anything? To diversify. I mean, because sometimes you have to be intentional on both of those. Mm-hmm. You've got to be intentional to use your platform to to invest in other people, you yeah. know. And that could look different 
for everybody, you know, yeah. how you go about doing that. Maybe your focus is your family right now and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but you've got to be intentional about it and you've definitely got to be intentional to diversify. Yeah. Because it would be really easy for us to sit back here and say, you know what, South Face Media is going really good right now. We got more than we can keep up with, which mm-hmm. is actually close to true. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just ride the wave and that's it. Yeah. But we can't do that. We've got to, we've got to diversify and this is part of that process for yeah. us with a greater purpose in mind, right. you know, to impact many more people than what SB or South Face, mm-hmm. either one could do combined. Yeah. This will have the potential to do that. Right. And so we'll be letting people in slowly on the team that we've been assembling. And I'm sure, I'm sure more than likely you're going to get to hear from some of those people. Yeah. Um, in the next few weeks, probably. And kind of keep people going on the journey with us yeah. and walking through the process. I do want to throw out there if, if there are people that have questions about, not so much go remote, but if you've got questions about walking through that process of building a brand from ground zero, we're all ears, man. We may not have all the answers. All we can do is is try to help, right? you know, share what we've learned from. And from other businesses. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's worked for us mm-hmm. may or may not work for you, but you can take what works and use it and what don't work, you know, throw, mm-hmm. throw in the trash. So uh, we're always open to that for, for giving help if, if it's needed, you know. Yeah. So super exciting stuff cody the producer man well how are we going to shut this thing down well i think we should probably do the the normal but then give people a little little surprise oh yeah so we have a teaser can you I, can't see it I, you can't see it but you can hear it but there is a video teaser that will be made available soon and because you are the listening audience not the visual audience <laughs> we're going to play this video to play this thing out that'll give you just a little bit of a teaser of what's to come and you can picture in your own mind what you think this video looks like but you'll get to hear the sound bite from it and we're going to close out with that so that'll be the last thing you hear is when it gets done playing so are you ready Cody the producer man let's do it let's hit it peace out and God bless it is a fact the world is longing for something more something yet to be discovered something often only found when you put yourself in a place where distraction can no longer interfere. It is a place that looks different for all of us. For some, it's the deepest parts of the earth, while for others, it's reaching the peak in an effort to gain perspective. The truth is, finding what you're looking for often takes time. You could have to explore both near and far, and even then, it could seem cloudy. True clarity takes time. It could take days, months, or even years, maybe even a lifetime. However, they say all who wonder aren't necessarily lost. Could it be that in our pursuit of searching for something more, we find something much deeper? A satisfaction only found when connected to adventure and purpose. A navigation of the remote means many different things to many different people. For some, it's a brief release from the normality of everyday life, while for others, it's the very everyday life of normality. Either way, we're all in search of something, and it's often in these places we realize the undiscovered awaits. One step at a time, we search in an effort to find what we're looking for, in hopes of, when we find it, we can see it clearly. One might ask, what is it we are actually looking for? 